0: Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt, Boom Boom, Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Lou Gowen is. Quote the Ravens. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk and you
1: should follow them and subscribe right now.
0: Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali. Support Luke. Support Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support.
1: Thanks. We have just watched AEW All Out, and we have the inaugural. AEW World Champion, of course. Stop now if you don't want spoilers. We're going to discuss everything that happened on the show, all the big talking points, all the people who did appear and all the people who didn't appear. I'm Ollie Davis, this is Luke Owen and Chris Jericho is the inaugural AEW World Champion after a main event with Hangman Page
0: who came out on a horse. He had a bloody big horse with him.
1: Yeah, that was very cool. Uh, Chris Jericho won with the Judas elbow. He hit the Judas elbow after a it was a second uh, dead red eye.
0: Red eye? No, the, the the dead eye. The dead
1: eye. I'm a bit red eyed myself. We've yeah. been up a long, a long time. Uh, a second dead eye attempt on Jericho, but he fought out of it and he hit the Judas elbow. Hangman crashed to the ground. Jericho waited a bit. Took his time to get the pin, get that move over, brother. So really protected the finisher and then yeah, and the whole crowd knew it as soon as that Judas Elbow connected. One, two,
0: three. I saw Brian Alvarez tweet out I was like Chris Jericho has managed to get a back elbow over in twenty nineteen. Yes,
1: yes, it's quite something. Yeah. It's uh it's, it was a, it was a weird match. It wasn't um it was quite a long match. I wasn't fully into it. I don't think the whole crowd were that into it either. No,
0: I don't think they were either
1: just because it it we the the other matches on the card the ladder match between the lucha bros and uh the young bucks which the lucha bros won they recaptured the triple a tag team titles mm-hmm. recaptured yeah yeah you can say recaptured did they but were the young bucks champions before i oh, forgot they they, who they, was. they retained they, retained yes, the they titles. yes they retained the <laughs> titles uh in an excellent ladder match where just so many crazy bumps oh, happened. Ludicrous. A Canadian destroyer off the top of a ladder through a table happened. Yeah, and that was just one of the spots. That was a setup spot for other spots. Yeah, the Pac and Kenny Omega match was predictably excellent. The three-way hardcore match, oh. the cracker barrel match between Joey Janella, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen was so much fun. Yeah, and Cody and Sean Spears. Cody once again. Has the best match of the night See for me. In the show, mate. Absolutely amazing. When Jericho won, he did do a blade job during the match. That um, like was off a. I can't remember. It was
0: so. It, it, one of the stories going into this match was when Jericho beat down Hangman and he busted him above, uh, above his eye, and I was saying like that blood kind of like woke him up, and that's kind of like driven him even more to, to win this belt. So they kind of like repeat the spot but flip the script. So this time it was Hangman that busted Jericho open, and then Jericho went to the outside and did this blade job, and actually then almost played like the babyface who was then like on the, you know, oh my God, I've really got to try and overcome this while Paige was the sort of dominating heel.
1: Yeah, Uh, but in the end, Jericho won and yeah, he cried during his title celebrations. Yeah. And a lot of blood got in. Maybe it was just the blood getting into his and eye and that stings. Yeah, just going, ow. Or it was genuine emotion. You know, it, it doesn't really suit Jericho's character to shed tears during when well in here. He should be more arrogant. And yeah, of course this is me. But I think the moment got to him.
0: I think so as well. Because that the character that there when he was like get emotional was not the same character he was then doing in his press interviews afterwards. Where he was literally saying, like, nope, not, not speaking to you. Nope, not speaking to you. So the show went off
1: air with Jericho at the top of the ramp holding the title into the camera and he gave a little wink and a nod to the camera. The AEW logo flashed up. We've all seen that many times before on NXT Takeovers and our particular viewership of our live stream shot up massively because I think everyone tuned in
0: waiting to see if CM Punk would turn up. Yeah, in the last 15 minutes... It was just incrementally growing and growing and growing. And, like, it was the highest number we had right at the end of the show.
1: Yes. Uh, but CM Punk did not return to wrestling. He did not debut for AEW. His comment in his StarCast interview earlier in that day where he said, I'm not going to be at the show. I'm going to be hanging out with my wife, AJ Lee, and Dad Dog. Yeah. And watching the show from home. Yeah. And that seems to be what happened because he was nowhere on this show uh it's sad, you know, but it was still an excellent show.
0: That's the thing is, like, I've, I've seen a few people take the knock with the show that someone who wasn't advertised to be at the show and everyone everyone involved was saying he's not going to be there didn't show up. And apparently that's now their fault.
1: Yes, it totally isn't <laughs> AEW's fault. It's... it's- our fault it's, uh, for it's, thinking that, yeah. but that doesn't make it any less
0: sad. <laughs> I, to, sad is not the word I'm going to be using. But, it's, uh, but it, it's, you know, it's I, I could say that it is sad that CM Punk is not returned to the wrestling room, but I'm not going to say that it's sad that he didn't debut at this show. And... I think that I, I really disagree with those people who are now saying that the show is bad because oh, of that. Which no. I just think is it's an incredibly stupid thing to say. Because the show, for me, I thought the show was terrific. I actually, I was thinking about this while we were setting the stream up. I loved the show, absolutely yeah. loved it, with the exception of the Dark Order. Uh, best friends match and the main event which I wasn't massively into but at that point I think I was exhausted by the ladder match and just the show being too long and I'd say the show was too long Mm. I loved it I thought the show was great
1: really really enjoyed it Uh, but let's talk about who did appear
0: LAX yes
1: probably the most high profile Uh, this is good news yes so after Penta and Phoenix retained their AAA tag team titles then these two guys ran down Wearing, I believe it was a Bill Clinton mask and a John F. Kennedy mask. And President, they're all covered
0: they, 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 Let's just say... They were former presidents. Let's say they were former presidents because we most likely wouldn't get them right. Yes. And then people will lose their minds because we didn't get it right.
1: And they beat up the Lucha Bros. And then they beat up the Young Bucks a bit as well. And then they unveiled themselves as... Santana and Ortiz.
0: Who uh, cannot be called LAX. No, because that's, the, that's their impact name. But they are Santana and Ortiz. Mm. And... So this has been rumoured. Meltzer reported this back in, God, when was Slammiversary? That was July? Yeah. Yeah, he reported back in July that they were heading to AEW and that they were going to be ending, you know, finishing up with Impact. And yeah, and now they're here. And what an incredible tag team division that this this company has.
1: Yeah, and that probably means that that six-person tag team match to kick off AEW on TNT Weekly Chris Jericho's partners will likely be
0: LAX. LAX. Yeah, which is very, very exciting. Yeah,
1: an excellent tag team division. We also got Arn Anderson make his uh, sort of on-screen AEW
0: debut. Which was just so beautiful because you had Tully Blanchard out there with Sean Spears.
1: Yeah, in the Cody-Sean Spears match, the referee had ejected Tully, had his back turned, and Arn Anderson came down and helped out Cody, who had been, you know,
0: sort of cheated and... uh, Tully could winked throughout Tully the match Tully had been getting involved throughout the match Arn Anderson got in and delivered a beautiful double A spinebuster to Sean Spears who sold it like a champ yeah. it was a wonder crowd came unglued the crowd was so into that match and then amazing. came and came unglued for the Arn Anderson yeah, yeah. Uh, finish and of course Arn and Anderson finish,
1: backstage producer working for AEW was a backstage producer for WWE for, for, for well over two decades I believe but he left earlier this year because of just backstage issues. Yeah. And yeah, now he's in AEW, so their loss. We also got Tanil Dashwood, the former Emma
0: in WWE. Yeah, this was a bit of a surprising one. I, yeah, I was actually quite surprised that mm. Tanil that Dashwood came out because she has just signed to do dates with Impact. And I remember I mean, when she signed with Impact, me and Laurie said, like, actually quite surprised that AEW didn't try and go after her so maybe they have got a deal with her where she's going to do a few dates with Impact but she is also going to be doing some stuff with, with AEW on a, sort of like a you know, freelance basis you could say which is great and I think that's, that's a really really good coup for them because I think she's terrific
1: yeah she, she's always been amazing uh, she unfortunately just didn't, didn't get the right opportunities in WWE no but she debuted in the Casino Battle Royal on the buy-in, so the, yeah. their version of the pre-show. Unfortunately, the way that match is structured, those surprise appearances don't really get much of a pop because five people come out at a, come out at a time as opposed to one after the other in a traditional Royal Rumble.
0: So so like
1: ODB didn't get
0: the big yeah. reaction. Oh, she got a reaction and sort of Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. But it wasn't like... Mercedes Martinez one was bigger for everyone because she got the wildcard role where you get to come in on your own. Whereas like ODB was just like, oh, ODB and four other people.
1: Yeah, so ODB was a surprise as well. Of course, a former TNA star. So he had a lovely moment where ODB and Awesome Kong were in the same ring together. Uh, Now, Nyla Rose won the, the Women's Battle Royal and Rio won her match later on against Shida. So that means the first women's... Champion, the inaugural champion, which will be crowned on that first episode of TV on TNT on Wednesday, the 2nd of October, will be between Rose and Rio. Yeah. So a sort of monster versus very, very tiny person. Yeah, match.
0: which should be... And I think that Nyla's she's shown in the the matches that she has done with the Joshi girls, is really great in that role. And I think that could end up being a really, really mm. terrific match.
1: Um, And we also
0: got an Orange Cassidy appearance. This was... So... The Dark Order best friends match got over like a a church. It was dull. It, it just, the Dark Order are not connecting, which is a shame because Super Smash Brothers are a very, very good tag team. I don't know if it's the gimmick. I don't know if it's the way they've been presented. It's not clicking with an audience. And maybe that will change with TV, but regardless, for now, it's not clicking. And the crowd were not really buying into this match at all. But when the lights went down and they came back up, and Orange Cassidy was stood in the ring, the place went bonkers yeah absolutely loved it
1: Yep, he kept his hands in his pockets the entire time did a dive out onto the dark order with his and hands in minions, his pockets. and then got back in the ring and kipped up still with his hands in his pockets and kept the sunglasses on the entire time yep so that's really cool and then the best friends hugged him so maybe there'll be a little group together going forward and the only other thing of note on the show besides all the great in-ring wrestling i'm just talking newsworthy wise is on the buy-in, there was a video package for a new wrestler, someone I've never really heard of. He goes by the name
0: Wardlow. Yes, and it was a really cool video package as well. It kind of this sort of like, not I don't want to say fight club, but it was like street fighting, essentially. It was Wardlow was there with this sort of lady manager type, and she essentially walked up to this gang and was like, let this guy loose onto these gangs. They all went up one at a time, and he would just like, Cracked them over their head, choke, slam them on the floor. He looked really, really cool. He was then announced as Wardlow, which was less cool. It's not the coolest name. No. Uh, but, yeah we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Let's get uh, those Super Chats
0: on. Uh, let's see what people are saying up in that Super Chat. This doesn't appear to have completely refreshed. Where's, uh, I've seen more chats than that come through. Uh, bear with me, folks. Oh, maybe I was wrong. Okay, right. So we've got these uh, come in. So Flint Mech has said, uh, Punk was great in WWE and I appreciate his influence, but the fan base who only cares about if he'll come back uh, someplace is more harmful to my enjoyment of wrestling than Vince McMahon. Give it a rest, please. Please. Something that we've come under fire for a lot because... Okay, and I would disagree with those Mm. people because if CM Punk is in the news, as a new show, we are going to cover that news. Yes,
1: yeah, because then if Punk does return to wrestling and we didn't cover those stories, it's a bit stupid. Yes.
0: Uh, Matthew Pencey says, I think if the ladder match killed the flow... uh, I think if the ladder match killed the flow of the show, I hope they can fix it on TV, but right now the bucks feel bigger than the title belt.
1: Yep, that was... uh, I think that's also because... As much as we love Adam Page, he hasn't been built up to the level of Jericho, Bucks, Omega, yeah. Cody. So when you have this guy who's been in mid-card matches since, you know, the, the AWTV started, or t- sorry, the pay-per-view uh, began. It's, it's not when he's suddenly in there fighting for the inaugural championship. It feels like a foregone conclusion anyway. Yeah, no, I, I
0: agree. Uh, Nick Cavello says, uh, first off, glad Havoc won the triple threat. I felt he needed it more. Secondly, what happened to Yuka Sakazaki? She was booked for the Battle Royal. Oh, I don't know. But I, I believe yeah, Kylie Ray was also another name that was missing. I know she wasn't announced, but she hasn't been seen since Double or Nothing. So um, uh, I don't know on, on that one. Um Thank you, uh, Apex Predator, for your donation. And Tim Arn says, uh, Thank you for the show, guys. You and AEW brought my spirits uh, back up after last night. Lovely time with the boys. So thank you very, very much. I so suppose the only other thing uh, we should note, headline-wise, was that in the sort of press, show, uh, press, show, mm. press conference stuff afterwards, when Hangman Page was being interviewed about his loss he was interrupted by the bastard pack who threw a bottle of water at him and effectively told, I came back to AEW for revenge. So we are going to get that hangman uh, pack feud.
1: And probably something else. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We forgot about this.
1: The next pay-per-view. So we're going to start TV on the 2nd of October. And the first pay-per-view of the TV TNT era is going to be called Full
0: Gear. It's four weeks after.
1: And it's going to be on November 9th. Yes, uh, which is yeah, and full gear is of course a Hangman Page sort of catchphrase. It is indeed yeah. So whether he'll be going after Jericho or whether it's going to be built around him versus Pack, we'll
0: have to find out. But now, oh, oh we've got, oh, we've got oh, some more. Sorry, uh, thank you, Daniel, for your donation, uh, and Mr. Thrups, thank you for your comment. Who said? Uh, who says? Thank you, Marathon Men. Your patron content is ace. Oh, thank you very much.